Hi, this is Jack, and you are listening to The Help Show. Hi, this is Nayetta, and welcome back to our fifth episode, Ch-Ch-Ch-Changes, and we are with our special guest today. She is a singer, producer, songwriter. Okay, guys, she's everything. And guess what? She's from Minnesota. Give it up for Jack. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to meet you. I think I recorded like five times. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited. A little uh, nervous. A little nervous. <laughs> me, too, me too. When I meet great people, I become a little nervous myself. So, <laughs> so today, um, well, I told you um, this month is about stages of changes and about how people go through the stages of changes to be successful. Yes. And Jack, can you, if it's okay, can you say your, your full name? If yes, that's okay? uh, Jacqueline Hawkins. That's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. Jack as like she's been doing this since she was three years old. Like she's been on Star Search. She's been signed with um Sony. She, you know, she's a the ultimate hustler. And when it comes to the stages of changes, she's doing this. She's like she's doing the thing out here, man. And you know, I wanted Jack to just kind of Describe the stages and changes from a person in in the industry, because you do go to the stage through the stages of changes. You know, when when you first started, you know, being a singer, you know, with the stages being a singer, how how was the stages of changes? How did it affect your life? Like from the time you start your career to the present now, like how did how how has the stages of changes affect your life? Uh, well, I think that um, I was fortunate to have amazing parents. They kind of brought me in at a young age. I, I grew up with my dad's family singing and, and all that stuff. So I was just kind of, I was around, it was always around me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure why I just decided to, I, I guess, sing on my own or um, kind of decide on, you know, oh, I wanted to be a singer. I just, I just knew. I just knew, like, my dad had a karaoke machine and... He had a video camera, and we just have huge parties, and it would be like a big family celebration. So I was brought into it that way, and then when their friends would come over, they would just say, wow, you should really get her into some vocal lessons or something because she's got a big voice, and you know she's, she can hold a note, and she sings so well, you know, maybe you should help her out with that. And so from there, my parents really took um, care of that, and they just nurtured the gift that, that they, you know, they, they told me that I had, and I was like, wow. It was fun. It was it was. Ultimately, I knew that I wasn't like you know other kids that would sing, you know, nursery rhymes. I knew that there was something different. So, um. so you're telling me like, cause the first the the first stage of stage of change is pre contemplation, mm-hmm. and that stage is pretty much like um, your immediate future, how, like how your plans to do something. When you start your career at age three, did you have any resistance of even being a singer or songwriter? No. Um, I think automatically, no, like I wanted to do it. I think my my parents were, they would ask me, do you like doing this? Uh They don't want to ever push me into anything I didn't want to do. So I think that's how I got into it. Um, I really wanted to do it. And then I had the support to do it. And so uh, when you have parents, they can take those necessary steps. And that's easier um, to, you know, when you you have parents and they're supporting you and they're helping you out with so they, they initially got me started with that by entering me into voice lessons, and that was the okay. initial step to carry out 
um, what I wanted to become. Okay, so so basically, you never had a pre-contemplation say like I'm Jack, I got this, I, I, like, I'm ready I to sing, la 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 la, I'm I'm ready, I got this. No, really, like it wasn't. It was, I mean, I would just sing and sing, and I wanted to do it on stage, and so they, I mean, I just, I mean, I would ask about contests and you know, state fairs, and that's how I got started at church, was my first performance. Huh. And that's how everybody kind of saw, oh, wow, she can sing. She's got a loud voice, and she's got some control. And and then it was literally just a big support of friends, and, okay, let's do this. So I wasn't really, you know, I was, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just one of those things where I was really, like, blessed and lucky, and it happened at the right time. So you're like a Beyonce. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is that what you tell? She's like a Beyonce. Like, you had great parents to help you you know, um, accomplish these goals that you're, that you're accomplished right now. And that, so you didn't have a pre-contemplation stage or you didn't have a contemplation stage. Is that, you know, like. Yeah, like, because I was kind of, like, it happened so young. So I, I think it was, it's kind of hard for me to have like a pre. Pre Pre-contemplation. Contemplation. Yeah. So, so let's start. So let's go. So we're, so with you, just with Jack. No one else. <laughs> We're going to skip the pre-contemplation and contemplation. Now, what about you? What about you? Um, your preparation stage, like getting ready to take action. Okay. You know, because sometimes being in the industry, you become you're decisive or indecisive mm-hmm. on still wanting to sing, or mm-hmm. do you? You know, do you get into that place of where you got to start back or where you have to prepare? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs, and there's also letdowns, like in any business or anything like that. You find out how things really work, or um, certain artists, you find out certain artists don't really write their songs. Huh. Um, you find out that there's a, a, a songwriter that writes for them, okay. and even kind of sings it how they should sing it. And oh. um, so you're like, wow. So you, I think in a way, you kind of, you're like, so are these people just, you know, predetermined, or is it, it's very, it can be very political at times. So I think when I discovered those times when it could be very political, uh-huh. and I was signed to Sony, and I was working in different writing groups, and um, I think, yeah, those times were extremely discouraging because you kind of think, hmm. you know, the industry is one way when it's another. Um, but then you also have a ton of people who are, you know, encouraging you to keep going, and then you see people accomplishing their goals, um, and very talented people, and then you remember that there isn't a lot of people, you know, that keep going and have that tough, because you really have to have tough skin, so, yeah, have I contemplated whether I want to do this or not, that's normal, I think, for anybody to, to, you know, um, get discouraged, um. And even to get overly excited about something that's super normal. Um, but I've just learned that this is an up and down business, so I'm kind of, I just go with the flow. And I'm hmm. kind of, that's kind of what I do is like I kind of self, if I'm feeling a certain way, whether I'm sick or whatever, I kind of, I've learned over the years to kind of look at myself and kind of like listen to my body. Right. If I'm tired, I go to sleep. Yeah. If I'm, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. If I'm tired, yeah. I get some rest. Because if you don't, it, it doesn't help. It, it doesn't, doesn't help. It doesn't help you yeah. at all. So. so how do you prepare? Like, how do you prepare your everyday? Like, okay. how does Jack prepare herself to get out in this world and to, like, knock their socks off? Um, well, every morning I wake up and, um, you know, like, just like everybody else, it's either a bad day or a good day, depending on, you know, I just, you know, just like anybody else but you get up and some days I feel like oh I got this and I've got all these jobs and I've got all these deadlines and mm-hmm. writing projects and I'm ready to go and then some days I'm just like oh can I get a day off 
I don't know. Or some days it's just the creative energy's not there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times what I do is I get up, I love stretching, I like I like doing yoga. I'm not super consistent, but I yeah. know that that's something that will actually help me even with my breathing exercises for singing. So okay. I do a lot of stretching, yoga, I do like warm tea or warm water with lime. Okay. Um, and then I just vocalize, start vocalizing, go over all of my emails, um, go over everything I need to go over. Okay. Um, yeah, I try to get exercise in if I can. Okay. Um, that's not consistent either. It's just it's like I'm human. I, I try to remind everybody like we're all human. Right. Um, just like anybody else, there's you know there's ups and downs. And, but for the most part, I'm lucky. I'm blessed, and I I just remind myself that, um, gosh, I'm here for a reason, and it's because I haven't given up. I've worked right. hard. I mean, I'm here in Dallas. I don't know anybody. My family's not here. Well, you know me. I know you. You know the health <laughs> show. I mean, as far as I've been here, just really honestly, like working, grinding, um, making relationships, um, right. sustaining those relationships, uh, making sure that I'm just like stimulating my mind creatively on a daily so that I have things to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that really so <laughs> but it's exciting because I get to meet a lot of people and so it's like super fun and I learn a lot and so like what keeps you you learn a lot you're super but what keeps you motivated what keeps you like up at night writing what keeps <laughs> you like you know constantly singing what keeps you like not to give up like what motivates you to I do think this the thing that motivates me is uh, the change that I see in people hmm. um even when they just listen to my music, it could be two people. I could I could just sing for people, like in, hmm. any, like in random experiences. Um, you know, I was at a friend's house and she had a friend. She wasn't feeling well, and so we all just started singing. Just you know, and then I actually started singing out loud uh-huh. and just having fun. And she was like, "Oh my gosh!" And her mood changed, and she was oh, like wow. happy after that. And we're all just having fun, and um, it's just like simple things. Like I'm a big believer that music is magic. It is magic. And. Uh, like I just I've never seen or, or heard anything that will actually change a person's mood or outlook on life mm-hmm. and so I want to be a part of that and I've seen the changes that it's made and I want to be a big part of that change and there's so many big things that I want to do um, in the future with like with music to help others to help kids um, I know a lot of kids who uh, even just who are in foster care um, kids who are in foster care um, in high school and middle school that I met, you know, didn't have parents, um, stuff like that, and, and I just realized, like, they were really into music, and, huh. um, I don't know, like, just certain things, I just want to help them, there's a lot, a lot of people that grew up fortunate with families that support them, and, right. I mean, some, some of my friends that I know today, uh, you know, had their moms left them at a doctor's office, and they huh. were forced to, you know, be orphans, and, um, I always just want to help others and help people, my dad, he, um, he was a kid, you know, in Mex- growing up in Mexico, he was you know, working on the streets, like selling chiclets, shining shoes, is super hard. And although I think um, that's instilled amazing work ethic in him today, and he's where he is today because of that, I just feel like I want to be there and have an outlet for kids so that they, you know, because yeah. he, you know, he loved music, and um, I just want I want to nurture kids' talents. I, I always think, well, maybe if my dad was more into music and he wasn't so, he working on other things, maybe he could have nurtured that more. But I mean, he taught me a lot, so right. I always, I just want to help, I want to be there to help kids, I want to set up foundations um, that have to do with music, okay. and helping them, you know, I like get it. out of the streets, yeah. and I don't know, there's just so many things I want to do, I feel like arts programs are going out, so I'm kind of, when you have more, you know, money, and you have more of those things, goals accomplished, um, you can do, you can make changes, and right now, artists, athletes, all those people, they make a ton of money, and I think it's important to 
to give back yes. at some point with the talent that you're given because not everybody's given those talents. So I think for me, my motivation is are those things as well as helping others as well as like sometimes it's as superficial as landing an amazing like placement on one of your your favorite shows or movies. You yeah. know? It can be extremely shallow and it can be extremely like a rewarding motivation that keeps you going. Right. Um, and that's okay. I don't think I'm, I would never look down on somebody if they have money that's motivating them or something because it's that's normal. You know, you're human. You're that's you know it's completely normal. But mm-hmm. I think for me every day that's what keeps me going. It's like the people that believe in me who are waking up early with me to help me out. Oh, and trust me. Um, I understand. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm so grateful to those people. So that's what keeps me going every day because they see something in me that sometimes I don't necessarily see in myself. So right. all of that keeps me going. I could see that because you know when mm-hmm. when people do see things in you that you that you don't see in yourself mm-hmm. that does motivate you to do better yeah. to achieve more yeah. you know it also what motivation when people don't give up on you exactly you know that's a motivation it's a motive I know it for a fact it's motivation when people stick in there with you yeah. and continue to push you to become great to do great yeah, so I, you know, I, I get that. That's that's close to home. And we almost whimpered yeah. up over here. Let me make sure I don't miss my makeup. Well, no crying, no crying. Um, so how do you? So so we basically kind of went through, except for like the pre-contemplation, because she was gifted. You know, you wanted to do it. Everybody doesn't have a pre-contemplation stage like yourself. Mm-hmm. You you were born with it. Your parents helped helped you do it, and you you're doing it. You know, you're doing it now. And even with the contemplation, so this is like really great because some people, they don't, they don't have the pre-contemplation contemplation because they're just born with this, like sometimes being a born leader, you know, it's just in you and someone just feed it, just just feeds your leadership, you know. So we talked about, you know, the preparation, how you, how you prepare. And we talked about your action, you know, your you take you take voice lessons, right? Yeah. When I was little, I was after the World Series. Okay. Um, oh I, yeah, you did do that. I, did, I, did I told you that is amazing. She did do. Yes, yeah, I remember you told me that story about the. Can you, the tell, can you tell? Can you tell? Yes. Tell us about the World Series. Oh, of course. Please tell us the story. Okay, so this, this is super is cool. World <laughs> Series in the '90s is the um, Twins and the Braves, Atlanta Braves and the Minnesota Twins, and they were playing each other. It was the seventh game, and I was supposed to sing for the sixth game. Take me out to the ball game for half show. And um, so we went there and they said, oh, you know, that's not going to happen anymore. You know, if the Twins win tonight, then you'll be able to sing tomorrow for the actual World Series and you'll sing the National Anthem. And I mean, we were like astonished because at this point we had heard Eddie Money was supposed to do it. And she was a big star back then. So it's like, okay. so yeah, they won, and there was like even fans that were Atlanta fans cheering for the Twins to win just so I could sing. Like just, they'd be like, "Yeah, we want you to sing." So it was really really cool. The sixth game was awesome, and then the seventh game equally awesome. Um, went in there, saying that everybody they took my whole family. Oh wow. Um, they I got to meet Evander Holyfield. Oh wow. Yeah, Kirby Puckett, the whole team, everybody. I mean, it was a really really cool experience. So. Um, after after I did that, I kind of just like I got an agent out in New York, and I got an agent over in Cali, and I went like I mean it was like straight to like Maury Povich show, Regis and Kathy Lee, like oh, it wow. was 
um, Star Search. It was um, auditioning for James L. Brooks movies. It was it was a, like a lot of stuff. So it was it was a lot to handle, but it was just kind of like boom, boom, boom happened. Right. And it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't change that for the world because I have like the best memories with oh, wow. my dad taking me and my mom taking me. Um, I would often go to like Miami for there's a show in Spanish called Sabado Gigante uh -huh. and it's like a huge like um, show in the Latin American world uh -huh. and I think they actually had their last episode maybe last year so it's not on the air anymore but um, that was a lot of fun too because it's kind of like start it's a variety show but uh -huh. it's like they have a star search like little section where you can oh. compete so I mean it just I have so many I mean I would travel everywhere and it was a lot of fun it was just at some point I had to take a break so <laughs> Right. Um, just, and I think that's important too, and that's like one of those things that you say, like uh, through the stages too. I'm not really sure exactly what what point, but like I said, it's an up and down thing. So you kind of have to regather your thoughts and plan another point of action, which is actually probably the preparation, right? Right, right. So you're always preparing, really, because you're always going to have downfalls, so you have to prepare to like how you're going to recover right, right. from that or what, what the next step is, you know what I mean? So I, I took a break for a little bit and I did like local voiceovers and, and modeling, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then I decided, like my mom, we all decided as a unit that I would just like, it, during middle school, I would kind of stay in there and, and do that. And then... Um, yeah, and then later on it kind of picked up again as I got older and right. was in a lot of bands. And oh, wow. So I've constantly just been constantly working. You're moving. Like, <laughs> look, her whole life is the whole action stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 up and down, but I, I think the non-action stages were was a time for me to just, like, recuperate and, like, take a break from things. Just like anybody would nowadays from, like, social media yeah. or if it's too much, it's too much. And I'm glad that, like, my parents understood that. And so... Yeah, it's for me. It's never been like, uh, oh, I want to get there fast. Fame is the goal, because it's not. It's um, basically just being successful in what I, doing what I love, being mm -hmm. able to help others, making enough money to do those things, um, and yeah, basically that's 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 my ultimate goal, really. <laughs> and I don't need to be in the spotlight. I've never been that person. I love and enjoy songwriting um, just as much as I like singing and being on stage. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm blessed and ready for anything. <laughs> I, I come next. So. I like this. So you've been doing this for like I'm gonna say ten plus years. Let's just say. Ten, oh yeah, I've actually done 20, it for over twenty. Twenty. Okay, so, so I'm actually considered a master uh, because I've done it professionally since I was five. Look, we got the master up in here. Okay, we got the master. <laughs> I only know that because I, I teach. I teach vocal lessons okay. every now and then. Okay. Um, when I have time, so I. That's the only reason why I know. I, I don't. <laughs> I know that you have to be certified and all those things, so I had to make sure I check. <laughs> so, you okay? So you've been the master. You've been doing this 20, 20 plus years. Okay, it usually takes people like at least six months <laughs> to keep like some type of maintenance. How do you continue, you know, to keep the keep the maintenance in your career and be and be successful? You know, to overcome obstacles that have caused your you know to slip back because you know in this industry in, in singing songwriting. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't sing, and I'm not a songwriter, <laughs> but I know that you do have setbacks, uh -huh. and I know that you do, you, you change. Like, mm -hmm. how do you continue to keep your, keep focused, and keep your maintenance, and keep your eye on the prize, and not give up? I 
think that it's on your dream like because it's hard you know just i see so i see so many like songwriters you know in the media Mm -hmm. and singers and some people you know they have too much fun and drug addiction they have too much fun and you know um their career slip Mm -hmm. how do you continue to keep your maintenance on your career that's like that's huge when you can keep focused Mm -hmm. you know and not have that setback how do you do this I think for me it's just like it's like trial and error um if I feel like I'm you know going out too much at a certain point I, that's not really me I don't go out a lot I, I this past year I've been in the studio like literally look, every day which, look which is nothing but, wrong with a little going out because I will hit no look, I, I will go out every once in a while <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that but um but you know like I'd say like about maybe two years ago. There's patches where you like, okay, you get invited to you know friends different events and parties, and then you you know you're drinking more than you want to or whatever. And like I said before, I just listen to my body. Like if I'm feeling crummy all the time because I'm drinking too much, or I'm not accomplishing my goals or getting things done because I'm out partying, or even just like you know, just being with other people or you know, going to events that I don't need to really be at because I need to stay focused. It's those things you have to. Um, not be scared to say no and I I am one of those people that I don't like to say no mm-hmm. but I learned how to because if I don't feel good if it's not the right day like I think it's better communicated to that person than mm-hmm. uh, then you just come off as mean or grumpy or you're not on your A game or you're not really accomplishing much you know you just so I always just say listen to your body if you feel tired huh. what's what's causing the tired right, you know right. if, if you're feeling like oh god I need to drink or or I need to go party, well, do you really? Or is there something else that we could do that might be more fun? I just listen to my body. Right. And then um, I outweigh, like I kind of analyze things. I don't know if that's good or bad, but. I think that's a good thing because let's say hypothetically, you don't feel good, okay? Mm -hmm. You listen to your body and you sit down and you get some rest instead of you going out yeah. And then complaining the next day, saying, "Exactly, oh my God, I'm I don't so feel tired. good. I'm so tired. I don't feel good." Yep. You know. Yep. Instead so. of you doing that, you 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 know what? Let me listen to my body. Yeah. And let me sit down. So I exactly. think that's very commendable. Well, I try, and it's it hasn't always been like that. Like I said, it's trial and error. So even just with meeting people in relationships, sometimes you can get caught up in the wrong relationships. And I always just tell people to make sure that they have all their goals and know who they are before they get into something serious with someone, especially if they have super major goals, just because right. it can hinder your decisions and it right. can do those things if you're not careful. Right. And I did get caught up in like not a very good relationship for a while, so although I was still doing a lot of music, going strong <laughs> traveling, I was covering up a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, so right. it was super hard and stressful and it was like... Uh, I was like super super tiny skinny and it wasn't in a healthy way so it was like at that point I knew that I was wearing myself down Um, so I made a change and as much as it hurt me I did it and um, I think that those are important decisions to make to not to feel not too attached to really anything um, to be able to know like when to say no or to stop something for your own good you know what I mean and that's super hard but that's it's it's like an I think it's just why people are going to encounter those kind of things right yeah so if you could give the audience the listeners one piece of advice okay <laughs> about being successful okay what advice would you give them um i 
would give them this. I would say that being successful isn't always necessarily having all the money in the world. Okay. It's being happy and it's also um, knowing that you're going strong towards a goal and you're almost there. Um, because I think being successful, there's not a, like a plateau where you stop. There's, you always have to keep going. You okay. know, it's never, um, for me, like I always want to keep working. There's never enough to where like, okay, I'm going to make this much money and I'm done. Like, <laughs> or I'm just going to, you know, I'm, my plateau is to sing for the, you know, Obama and I'm done. No, okay. that's not, it's, there, it's never like that. It's like a constant journey. Um, and then you're going to, you're going to find make friends and make interests along that journey. And then you're going to want to nurture those things. So okay. I would just say to, to never give up. Okay. Um, success, being successful means you're work, actively working towards a goal. Okay. Um, and so, you know, you may not be where you want to be, but you're working to get there. And to me, that's being successful. You know, okay. you don't necessarily always have to. I think people get confused as to what successful is and then materialistic things and like, you know, all those things. That's what I wanted to hear. The, yeah. like I You know what? This was a trick question. I want you guys <laughs> to know that. <laughs> uh, I think that, and I think the youth mixes that up. Um, so I just want to clarify that that's not what it is because this industry is not glitz and glam. Even okay. for the people that are up there, sometimes it's really rough, the stuff that the studios they have to go to or the sets or the, um, you know, sometimes it may seem glamorous, but it's not. And I know that because I've been there behind the scenes. So, and I sometimes I've been in front of the scenes, so it just depends. But um, yeah, I'd say just everybody actively, um, to be successful, I think you actively have to have a goal and you have to make steps in working and making yourself better to reach that goal mm -hmm. and also to help others along the way because you make Relationships and then everything is just awesome after that. You know, before you know it, things are just positive, positive, positive. And also to stay positive, right. even on the worst days, just you know, listen to what you're saying to yourself, and that's what I do. And so, I don't know, I think that's it. I, I'm not really no, sure what I, else to you say. know, what I, I think you answered that beyond more than like I was. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Let me, you know, I was going to say something else, but I think you did a great job explaining successful. It just, it's, it was almost like what keeps you motivated. And yeah. what, what are, what, what could you advise people to, to do to be, to keep motivated? But it's, it's almost the same thing because you pretty much answer, answered everything yeah. in success. And, and don't be afraid to like take time for yourself and, and you know, to be, this would be a little selfish. Yeah, oh, of course. It's yeah, important because be a little if selfish. you're not selfish, then you're catering to everybody else, and then your goals become, you know, they they don't, you don't reach them. Because, you're, because yeah. you're being a pleaser. You can't please yeah, everything. Yeah, you that's can't a, please everyone. Yeah, you can't please everyone. I understand. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's also very important. Yeah. I think, Jack, you're, she's amazing. <laughs> I would say, like, she's freaking amazing. <laughs> like, you're amazing. You know? <laughs> I'm really excited for everything that. Same here. I want to help you, so just let me know. You know, same here, Jack. I, you know, <laughs> what you're doing, you mo have motivated me to continue this journey with the Help Show. Um, you were, like, you since five years old, I've just been doing this since September. <laughs> so, well, you're I, great. thank you. You're so good and, at it. and I have a long way to go, and um, I got to just keep pushing. And same thing with, you know, with your career and the things that you're, that you're achieving, you, we just, as both of us, we just gotta keep pushing yeah. and not to give up yeah, and definitely. to have our goals, you know, in order. Yes. Have things in order. Yeah. And um, Jack, I just wanna say thank you. I, I am beyond 
grateful. You guys, you understand, I'm smiling from ear to ear. Like, I'm beyond so grateful that you, grateful you have you taken the time to, you know, to interview with the health show, to, to teach the audience about the stages of changes, to teach them about goals, to teach them about, you know, what is success, to teach them about the maintenance of your success, to, you know, it's important. Um, I want to say thank you, and um, I always have to give hugs. Hugs okay, at the end. No, of course. <laughs> hugs. Oh, long. thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. For thank you me. so much. Bye. Next time. See Bye. you next time. See you next time. For more information, visit our website at thehelpshow.com. Thank you for listening, and please stay tuned.